Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar. We've been going through the Old Testament, seeing how Jesus and his gospel factors into every story. If you've missed any of them, search through the podcast or vlog for the studies on the books of Genesis through Ruth. As we continue God's story, which is really our story, I am changing how we go through the bulk of the rest of the Old Testament. If you read the Bible from cover to cover, the historical books get a bit confusing as the timeline isn't straight. My goal is to, as for the next studies, is to do them in historical sequence. So we'll bounce around the Old Testament, but the stories will make better sense. Jesus is the hero of the entire Bible, and we'll find him everywhere as we go along. Um, you'll also see how the Old Testament sets us up for the New Testament. And I've covered most of the New Testament, and you can find those studies along with podcast playlists on my blog. I pray that as you hear this message, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart and eyes and mind to understand what his spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Let's dig in. Yes, folks, that's another one of my old folk mass songs that's Get Together from 1967 by the Youngbloods. And as we're skipping through Ecclesiastes here, we're in Ecclesiastes chapter four, and um, it just, <laughs> I read the chapter and it's like, oh, that's Get Together. <laughs> so, um, if you don't remember it or you've never heard it, if you're too young, <laughs> you can click on over to my blog and it's, the, it's embedded in the bottom. Um, uh, but Solomon goes from testing to see what brings purpose in life under the sun to observing life. And he comes to the conclusion that two people are better than one. We need each other. We need people. So we get to get together. <laughs> And it also helps if one of those people in your fellowship is Jesus. So let's dig in. Ecclesiastes 4. And Solomon writes, Again, I observed all the oppression that takes place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed. With no one to comfort them. The oppressors have great power. And their victims are helpless. So I concluded that the dead are better off than the living. But most fortunate of all are those who are not yet born, for they have not seen all the evil that is done under the sun. Then I observed that most people are motivated to success because they envy their neighbors. But this too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. I like this next verse. Fools fold their idle hands, leading them to ruin. And yet, Better to have one handful with quietness than two handfuls with hard work and chasing the wind. I observed yet another example of something meaningless under the sun. This is the case of a man who is all alone, without a child or a brother. 
yet who works hard to gain as much wealth as he can, but then asks himself, who am I working for? Why am I giving up so much pleasure now? It is all so meaningless and depressing. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? Lots of blankets and the heat up. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. You wonder where that came from, right? I'm sure because you've heard that a lot. <laughs> the futility of political power. This is really interesting, verse 13. It is better to be a poor but wise youth than an old and foolish king who refuses all advice. Such a youth could rise from poverty and succeed. He might even become king, though he has been in prison. But then everyone rushes to the side of yet another youth who replaces him. Endless crowds stand around him, but then another generation grows up and rejects him too. So it is all meaningless, like chasing the wind. <laughs> Points to ponder, and again, Solomon gives us a lot to think about. Have you ever watched a dog chase its tail? It's a futile effort. And um, I actually found um, <laughs> an animated chip, a little video of this, of this beagle chasing his tail. Uh, I remember when our dog used to do that. <laughs> You're never going to catch it. Oh, well, envy is the motivation for success. That's exactly how I was motivated during my college years until I became a believer. I was asked, don't you want the fancy car and the big house on the beach? Well, I tried to live the beachfront lifestyle and it got me nowhere. You don't bring anything into the world when you are born. Likewise, you don't take anything with you when you die. And we all will die. We are always looking for more and not enjoy what we have. I love verse five idle hands. We need to work. Otherwise, we get lazy and deteriorate. We all need a purpose. I think that's part of what's happening to America. People are being paid to stay at home. No, able people need to work. Solomon here was looking for meaning in life apart from God. There was no comforter. Thank God that we believers have the Holy Spirit. He is our comforter. He is always with us. We are never alone. Injustice frustrates Solomon, just like it frustrates us today. Oppression is a spiritual problem. Why does someone oppress another? Oh, I've heard horror stories of girls captured and put into prostitution, human trafficking. By themselves, each one is a victim. But when they unite and plan an escape strategy, they can do it. A rich man will never know if the pretty gal he marries is marrying him for who he is or for his money. God didn't design us to be or live alone. 
we need the body of Christ, the community of believers. Watching church services online is okay as a way to hear the word preached, but we humans need human companionship. That's the way God made us. The spirit of fear that is over the world right now is from Satan and is the pen, as is the pandemic. Satan wants nothing more than to separate the body of Christ, dissolve the church. Together with Jesus, who is the third strand in a cord that holds us together, we can accomplish what we need to do for the kingdom. People are fickle. The same people who shouted Hosanna when Jesus entered Jerusalem on Palm Sunday were the same people who in front of Pilate shouted, crucify him. James, Jesus's brother wrote in James chapter one, starting in verse nine, believers who are poor have something to boast about for God has honored them. And those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like a little flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers. The little flower droops and falls and its beauty fades away. In the same way, the rich will fade away with all of their achievements. Then in, in chapter four, starting in verse 13 in the book of James, Look here, you who say, today or tomorrow, we're going to a certain town and we'll stay there a year. and We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own pretentious plans and all such boasting is evil. Remember, it is a sin to know what you ought to do, then not do it. That is called a sin of omission. omission. Our lives on earth here are temporary. We all die. Enjoy life while we're here. The best is yet to come in heaven, living eternally with Jesus. Knowing Jesus is so incredible and no matter how terrible the world is, we have joy, peace, and hope. There are no guarantees in life under the sun. However, we have the assurance of salvation through Jesus Christ. When we become born again, Jesus gives us the Holy Spirit as a companion, a comforter, and counselor. While we are still on earth, we can call on the Holy Spirit 24-7. We are never alone. Jesus left us here on earth to do a job, to spread the good news of his salvation throughout the world and make disciples of all the nations. He also didn't leave us without hope. And here's another quote from James, and that is a great book. It's the wisdom book of the New Testament. James chapter five, you too must be patient. Take courage for the coming of the Lord is near. Don't grumble about each other, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. For look, the judge is standing at the door. Yep. And Jesus wrote in Revelation 3.20, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Okay, he wants to be your friend. And yes, the Holy Spirit will convict you. The Holy Spirit, that's his job to say like, oh, you shouldn't do that. That's a sin. 
okay, when you're contemplating something or watching something you shouldn't watch. Um, I started watching one of the new shows today and all of a sudden there was a relationship that is totally against the Bible and I shut it off. I'm not interested, don't wanna see it, boom, done, out. Okay, so it's not judgment, it's conviction. But Jesus will judge everybody in the future, both good or bad, believers and unbelievers. But we believers, because we have Jesus, he has forgiven our sins. So we're going to get a crown. Several crowns, depending on what we do here on earth. So, but Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. It's up to you to let him in. So what are you waiting for? Is it about time you let him into your life? So simply invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift and confident hope of eternal life. So, um, and you gotta, you gotta click on over to my blog um uh to you can click on where it says invite jesus how to invite jesus into your heart but the bottom of today's blog i have that song get together in there and and uh notice in the i've got the video it's got the words in it so notice a line that says when the one that left us here returns for us at last who do you think they are referring to well it's jesus he left us here and he's coming back for us in the rapture so make sure you don't get left behind and in case you have no idea what that might be like, I kind of did a little fictional series and I've got that linked in the bottom of today's blog too. It's left behind after the rapture. Um, but solideo gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious, and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, 
and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.